Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Hey, what's up? It's your girl Tamara, a.k.a. Girl from Harlem. And what's up, everybody? This is Ray Daniels, a.k.a. The Culture Referee. And this is The Guy Show, The Culture Report. The Culture Report. Ooh. By the way, presented by uh, one of our sponsors, Tote and Carry. Ooh. Follow at Tote and Carry. If you got some luggage, you know, you're trying to get your baby some luggage and you want to do some fly shit, they got it. I can't wait and to show. So I can't wait for y'all to see what the, the luggage I get Tamara. Oh, you know, I like to be in a... I'm gonna make a deal of it. But but we're gonna gonna get into all that shortly because we gotta get to the show. Outfits matter. Okay, so Rick Ross Call Show was this weekend. I had the chance to go. So he had a lot of people there. He had Little Baby, Gucci Man, Meek Mills was there. So finally, him and DJ Envy could put their beef aside. Um, Do you think that overall this was the two events were something good for the culture? Yeah, I think I think anytime. We as people can do something and gather thousands of black people. We have no violence and we have love. That's a win. Shout out to the people that went for peace and love. I'm glad they had no troublemakers because I live in Fayetteville where Ross House is. And our crime rate is very low. Since I've been been living in Fayetteville, (laughs) I've been living in Fayetteville since 2014. In nine years, there have been three murders. Oh, that's really good. And one was some kids from another part of town that did a skit party, and a teenager got shot. Another one was a cult that was in like a cult. It was like a a, a sex gay sex cult or some shit like that. And they, Which I, I don't even know if he got murdered, but anyway, that's not we're okay. not here. To, I don't want nobody moving to Fayetteville, so I don't even want to talk about it. Don't okay. move to Fayetteville. We good. <laughs> um, so Diddy's son got arrested on Sunday for a DUI. Um, he's 29. He ran a light and rel- Justin's 29? Yeah, Justin's 29. I thought Justin was younger than that. Yeah, he, he's getting up there. Um, he's 29. He ran a red light. They pulled him over. He felt the DUI. They locked him up. He got bailed out. His the mom st- went crazy. His mom is going crazy on the internet saying that, like, she's not protecting um, the overall campaign anymore. How did he kind of... Went from being a music mogul to now poisoning our community with um, alcohol. That's what she was kind of saying. Like, you kind of fell from grace. Um, that felt very personal, by the way. That's what baby mothers usually do, get a little personal. But my question is, as a father, do you think you have any type of responsibility over a 29-year-old adult? Number one, they're rich. His father's a billionaire young and he's black the fact that he hasn't gotten in more trouble right up until the age of 29 the fact that he's got in more trouble we should be celebrating that because let's not forget 
you got kids in Hollywood right now that are 16 years old that are just getting out of rehab. Mm -hmm. You got kids that are in Hollywood right now that are that are 17. That's like I'm three years clean. You, you've been, you was, <laughs> but that's when you was 14. So serious. that's what I'm saying. Like if you if you be in Hollywood, y'all got to know this, man. Like if you in Hollywood, it's crazy. It's different. When you acting funny, what do they tell you? You acting Hollywood. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Imagine living there. Everybody acting funny. Every, I mean, it's the it's it is the birthplace of acting funny and acting the fuck out. So the fact that his son hasn't got only gotten that trouble, we should be celebrating. Because, and to be honest with you, like it was probably just a, a bad judgment. I don't even really consider it trouble like that because it was probably just bad judgment. If he get another one, mm -hmm. now we all need to sit down at the table as a family and talk about what the fuck going on. You have a problem, but. Oh yeah, I'm just. I just remember there's somebody in the room with us right now. That's that's an infamous DUI getter. Ooh. Oh, is it me? No. Oh. You got DUI? <laughs> I do. How many you got? I don't. Want to no, we we the culture. We talk about everybody else's business. Um, we don't talk about I think ours. I only got like documented for one. Like, but every time I've been arrested, I've only been arrested sober arrested. one time. Yeah, I usually get drunk for like, I mean, I get arrested for being By the way, Tamira's a totally different person when she's drunk, guys. Yes. Like, I love this person right here. When you see her out in the club and she's drunk, I'll just give Stay her one away. of these. Yeah, yeah, give me a head nod, because that's I'm going to go over it, because she, she, she turns in, <laughs> she rapping the lyrics offbeat. <laughs> she ain't seeing you. She like a different person when she's drunk, by the way. A totally different person. Yes. But, so this is who she is now. You might see her, have seen her in the club and walk by and then realize you were talking to this person, because yeah. that's what it is. But... We have a person on the team that has has gotten the most DUIs I've ever heard. If you had everybody DUI in here, this person got I read a book, though, when I was little that was supposed to scare me from getting DUIs. And it was like, oh, you could lose everything after you get two. You automatically got to stay in jail for the rest of your life. So I Somebody on our team got five. Five? Shout out to them for being able to still be outside well, can with I tell five you something DUIs. No? Can I tell you something, though? No? And I'm not going to say this person's name, whether they're a man or a woman. But let me tell you my favorite part of it. We were talking about it. And you know what this motherfucker told me? I'm trying to think. What the, some crazy you stuff know what this out. motherfucker that got five DUIs told me? He said, I was drinking and driving every night pretty much. So five is really out of 15 years? You gotta, I'd rather you focus on the other fucking 1,500 days that I didn't get a DUI than the five. Like, that's not fair. And I was yeah, like, don't be was focusing a, on the negative. He's a motherfucker right there. <laughs> I'm with but you on anyway, that. but yeah, so my thing is, man, you know, by the way, y'all know I, we fuck with Puff. We, and, and I just think it's unfair to blame a grown man for what another grown man did. Like, we should be focused on the mistake. Justin made because mind you, when Puff was that age, he was making mistakes. Why don't we give people room for fuck ups? Right, he has a pretty good record. If I'm just letting y'all know right now, the bigger this show gets, the more I'm gonna fuck up. Just want to put that out there. I'm not saying I'm I plan on fucking up, but I'm just saying how when you are under the light, which we are right now, all the time, man. When you got a fucking bump on your head, the whole world knows mm -hmm. you can't be perfect out here. So we gotta let that go. Oh, speaking of people and their stuff going on, Zion Williams got a porn star pregnant. Um, all right, so there's layers to this, right? So at first, Black Twitter, because you know that's where I live. That's my favorite place in the world. Black Twitter was like praising him, like, yes, you beat the Snow Bunny allegations. Thank you for having a black baby mother. We were excited about it. Then, boom, his side comes out, and she's like, you was just spitting in my mouth last week. How dare you get some random OnlyFans girl pregnant? 
So now she's a porn star. The side chick is a, sh- a former stripper or porn star mm-hmm. too. So um, anyway, I personally think people should be more realistic. Like he's young, he's rich, he's gonna try to have sex with his dream I girl. I think you should. I think you said something perfect. You just got to change it. Women should be more realistic. Oh, here we go with the woman. No, 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 no. Because the I'm men not, just accepted. No, it. no. Yeah, we, okay. Let's talk about it. Let's reverse this right now. Zion is messing with two basically freaky-ass women. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you he knows that they have done wild shit before. That's why they're doing it. Actually, he's probably watched them do wild shit on video, and now they're doing it to him. Yes. Okay, so he knows he's in a He knows he's with hoes. He, he knows, knows he's with hoes. He knows like he's that. with hoes. He okay. knows it, right? As a man, when she learned that somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. But women, on the other hand, you know you with that nigga... You know, okay, so this is the funny thing. You know you with that nigga. You know you want him, which means more than likely all women want him, and you're trying to hold him accountable. My only message to men would be stop fucking feeling the need to lie. Now, I do believe that you don't tell the entire truth the first day. I don't think you tell the entire truth the first month. I might not, you might not be in my life. Why would I meet Tamira? Let's look at it from this standpoint. Why would I meet Tamira the first day I meet her and say, hey, how you doing, Tamara? I'm Ray. I still fuck my baby mama from time to time. I got a girl in the club that I'm fucking. Why would I tell you all of those things? Why would a man tell you those things? So when do you open the X Factor? Folder? When you feel safe to tell him. He probably just so you first of all, you first of all, for no, first of all, it's another thing you got to factor in. The way that chick is tweeting, she's crazy. Yes, hundred percent, and she's grown. She's like thirty something. He knew that she was crazy, so Definitely. it's like, you know, you've had boyfriends before. You know, some boyfriends you could say. Babe, I fucked up, and he's going to be like, oh, okay. And then you know you got some boyfriends. You're going to be like, I'm just not going to tell him because he might shoot me and the guy. Am I right or wrong? Yes. Okay, know. so another thing is we're not factoring in is that this broad is crazy. He probably knew, and he knew he couldn't say nothing. And every interaction is a different interpretation. He might be, you might be his Tuesday girl, but he might be your January guy. So you thinking that I just only got him fucking for the money. He like, well, you only got him fucking this Tuesday. It's all interpretation, oh, yeah. but he's filthy rich. There are, and there are way more hoes than there are Zion Williamson's. Way more hoes. Let's be. It's cool. It's a hole somewhere in in this vicinity right now. It's just hoes everywhere. But there ain't too many niggas walking around worth half a billion dollars, right? So with that being said, she should have known what she was getting herself into, and I think she did. But she, it was probably a need for press, so she went out and blasted him because now everybody is talking about it. She said that she knew what she what, what comes with dating a ball player, but she just didn't expect him to get her pregnant. That, I wonder if women never ask, why do men like hoes so much? Because they're fun. Exactly. So what does that tell every woman to be? Fun. Ooh. Because men are so much fun. Y'all just have so much personality running around. Y'all niggas are boring. Anyway, <laughs> T.I. got mad at a DJ in the club because he asked the DJ to drop a T.I. record, and the DJ dropped um, Soldier by Destiny's Child, and... He got hot, like pretty much cursed the DJ out. Um, the argument on Twitter was that we don't have respect for um, the OGs. Like people to sit there and, and and say, hey, drop my hottest record and you drop a feature. It just goes to show how generations really don't. It looked like they just played the first thing that popped up when they put T.I. in his, his little DJ mix. Um, so the people who are controlling the crowds and stuff like that, do you think that a mistake like that is because of a lack of knowledge and respect for them? I think that the reason why that is why people should mess with the God show, personally. 
my son was born in 2008. My son knows exactly who Michael Jordan is. Well, no, I know who Michael Jordan is because he watches Sports Center. And when he watches basketball, he said he hears people say LeBron or this fictional character that never played when he was alive, right? Now, here's the other part to it that is bullshit. When we talk about shit, they be like, why y'all comparing them? Somebody just said, why y'all comparing Nikki to, to Kim? They in different worlds. Y'all shouldn't do that to hip-hop artists. I'm like, motherfucker, that ain't stop people from comparing Jordan and LeBron. I say that They, they played it. Jordan is old enough to be LeBron. No, he's not old enough to be his dad. Yeah, he is. He is. Mm -hmm. Jordan was born 63. LeBron was born, I think, 84. He's old enough to be his father. But that still don't stop every... What, what I'm like, why do you just know random years and dates and births? I can't help it. I I'm, I, I, I'm, but don't that's why it. I don't talk without having no information. But anyway, point is, is that the reason why sports, and this is to the entire culture, you know why sports have all these Hall of Fames and all these celebrations? Because you have people on TV every day talking about it. And now here comes somebody get on the podcast talking about it. Y'all be like, y'all need to shut the fuck up. Okay, well, that's how Dougie Fresh gets forgotten about. That's how a DJ doesn't know a T.I. record to play. Because y'all want us to be quiet, but it's too bad. Because we're not going to be quiet. And we are knowledgeable in what we're talking about. And you should want to talk about that. Look what, look at the versus effect. Look what it did. The versus effect made us, like, I was always a Locks fan. I right. love the locks, but after watching my verse, I was like, them niggas is gods, nigga. I swear. If it wasn't for verses, and they didn't come perform new songs. They perform old shit. My problem with today's world is that we act like there's not something for everybody. And especially in the black community. It's like once you get to a certain age, you're supposed to be out the way. They don't do that to other communities. Like if Justin Bieber saw Mick Jagger, he'll be like, Mick Jagger. Like you got to look at it from that. But in our world, it's like, oh, he ain't nobody. He is somebody. His era, everybody has an expiration on their era. Everybody. Everybody. It's just the way the world works. So if somebody comes into the room, man, we should just pay some respect. So shout out to T.I. because he is a fucking legend. And shout out, and, and, we, and that DJ that fucked up, you need to go get with some OG DJs and do your homework. Because one thing I will say about me is that I don't talk something about something if I don't know. I'm not going to talk about it. And if you don't know, if T.I. is going to be there and you don't know what to play, you should have somebody in the booth. Has anybody ever seen a <laughs> DJ booth with nobody in it? Right. Besides it's the DJ, always there's always a girl in there, a nigga rolling blunt. There's always somebody in there. He could ask somebody, what should I play? And he fucked up. So shout out to T.I. for checking that shit. We need more checking. Mm. I believe that our society would be better if we had more checking. I have no problem here. checking. If you just like, you know, checking just sets boundaries. They don't play no bullshit. I guarantee you next time T.I. in the club, he say play a record, they ain't going to play a feature. <laughs> That's what not. he did. That's why, because he checked <laughs> He it. don't have his shit together. And he didn't check him like he made him feel like he was less than a man. It was just... You disrespected me by playing a De Destiny Child record. So I'm going to let you know I didn't like that shit. And then I'm going to just do what I do, which is what he did. Um, okay, so Gunna made his return with music. Um, there's a clip actually going around of your good old town, Atlanta. A whole club came to a complete stop when the DJ started playing Gunna's music. My issue with this is, and I'll say it time and time again, that y'all pick and choose when to separate the artist from the music. Like, yeah, I don't have this energy towards R. Kelly because if R. Kelly plays in a club, everybody's going to go crazy. But gonna, y'all like, oh, we don't want to hear it. Why, why do people pick and choose who they can separate the artist and the music from? Okay, R. Kelly so, was literally so, having so, sex so, with so, children. So. No, it's not even a legend. He's in jail for it. Okay, so R. Kelly's victims, he has victims, mm -hmm. are going to get paid. If he hurts you, R. Kelly's victims are going to get... Am I, what, that's not how nothing to do with it? 
So because so I get paid out, for hear me it, out, it, hear me out, hear me out. I'm only speaking about interpretation. And R. Kelly's victims are going to get paid because they're going to sue him. And R. Kelly's victims are watching him sit in jail for the next 20 years. Now, everybody who knows knows, I've been known, if you know better, I've been known Gunner since he was like 14 years old. Like Gunner is like family to my family, right? I've been knowing, I, my brother raised Gunner. So, uh, but I still feel like I should speak on it, but I will just say this, is that the people that people think Gunner hurt, let's be clear, the people that people think Gunner hurt are actually in jail. The people that R. Kelly hurt are out of jail. And they're also going to get paid. And also, also, I ain't going to go there. Let's go. Next one. <laughs> but I'm just saying, in general, the people that, like, I'm just saying, the people, if you're celebrating Gunna in their minds, I want to make sure this is stressed out. In their minds, they're thinking Gunna is the reason why certain people are sitting in jail right now. R. Kelly is actually sitting in jail right now. You know what's crazy to me? Because... Everybody I spoke to from New York, they still mess with Gunna. Like they still like now. That's, what, that's, an, to that's another thing. That's, so I was surprised that. But that's another thing. Reacted that way. The people, once again, the people that people feel like Gunna hurt are also people who are very, very prominent and important to Atlanta. Like you have friends. Like these are people that have friends. So if you a friend of anybody in that world, you're going to. Feel away, feel away differently. I guarantee you, the victims of R. Kelly family ain't playing his music or jamming to it. That's my point. So it's just a. It's, it, it, you're right. It, there is this, this thing called selective outrage. You're 100 percent right. Selective hypocrisy, like Benzino said, you were right. But I try to understand rather than compare. And to me, it's just like you know. Not only that, you know, Gunna was a street artist in the streets. You know, R. Kelly was an artist talking about sex. It was just that he was talking about sex with, he was having sex with women who, that were younger than him. Mm -hmm. But if you did watch the documentary, the Surviving R. Kelly documentary, mm -hmm. a lot, everybody knew that he liked young girls mm -hmm. and they still brought the young girls yep. around him. And I believe that those people should be in trouble too. Agreed. Period. And, and why the, were they around him? Because they were trying to find a way to get on. Mm -hmm. So I'm not saying R. Kelly is a victim, but I'm saying he was preyed on. Actually, that makes me, I want to skip to one of my questions. It's one of, it was under my American Black Dad questions, but there's been like this rumor that children are being pimped out on the internet. So like there's websites by, by their parents. So you know there's websites where you can... Do like you can pay somebody to say, "Hey, happy birthday, Ray! This is Tamara from New York. I just want to give you a big shout out." So, what they're thinking is that parents are allowing their children to do these and send these voice video things to pedophiles, pretty much saying "Happy birthday" what? to people. Yeah, you got to tap in. So they're saying like these websites are low key being used for sex trafficking. So my question is, as a parent, if people where do you draw this line with trying to kind of put your child out there and promote your child and take them to the next level and protecting them from predators and things like that? Because it's like if, if somebody's that, like... That, that, okay, so that's a hard question for me because you should protect your child until the day you die. Mm -hmm. And even when you die, you should come back as an angel and protect your child. Yes. Like, so when you say putting your child out there, 
like I might post my daughter, but I'm don't think I'm not thinking about predators because in my mind, if you are a predator and you see that, you know what you gotta go through to get to her. Mm. I'm not letting my daughter walk down the street by my herself. My, that's my daughter. So I I don't really know how to entertain certain things because I grew up in a black household and if we thought you was weird, we didn't even have to fucking know you was a pedophile. We just didn't like the way you looked. We kept you away from our kids. They kept you away from you. Like, it was just that kind of game. I so, just don't see the need for, like, if I, if, if I, my chick child is on this website and it's not like, oh, we're sending it to another 11-year-old, if a 55-year-old I, I, I didn't know about that. I didn't know about request that. Request a voice video saying, oh, I want to send my friend you saying happy birthday to him. Like, that's weird. Why would a parent even approve stuff like that? Like, that's what, it, you know who's doing it. People in our world do not develop consciousness until they've gotten enough money from whatever it is they were trying to get money from. I'm not, I'm not here to disrespect Kells. I'm not here to disrespect nobody. But what I am saying is, is that the first time I heard anything that was off about R. Kelly, I was 14. So if I heard it when I was 14 about Aaliyah. It been outside for a while. And, no, I'm just saying. If I heard it, everybody heard it, right mm -hmm. or wrong. Yet he was making money for the people he was in business with, so no one said anything. They didn't go after him until he was on the decline. And I think that a lot of this shit, it's like this Jared documentary from Subway. Like, motherfuckers was celebrating him, and then when the thrill was gone, they went after him. My thing is this. If I know anybody on my team is doing anything that I think is real, I don't give a fuck if it's you, Tamir, and I love you as my fucking co-host. Nigga, we are addressing that shit on the spot. I'm not going to be like, well, she's doing a good job. Yeah, she's robbing and stealing from niggas, but she's a great co-host. I'm not, that's what I'm saying. But like, so for me, I think that a lot of our outrage and comes from the making the, the lack of money or having money and not feeling like, okay, it's over now. We got enough money for it. Whoever was in business with R. Kelly, I hate to keep saying Kells, I just hate it, but I'm just we talking. Whoever was in business with R. Kelly, they knew also. Yes. They all knew. Mm -hmm. And everybody let it ride. Why? Because it was putting their kids through college. It was beneficial. Once their kids got through college, everybody shut the fuck up <laughs> and get them now. And they went and got them. And then all gloves were off. Okay. Oh, yeah. Young Buck's music catalog is going to be auctioned off to pay 50 Cent and other creditors to clear his debt. How does something like that work? Do you think you can give me some insight on that? I mean, shit, it's, it's, if your music is your asset and you owe people money, they're going to take your assets. So that means he has to own his masters in order to be able to do something no, like that? No, his royalties. Oh, okay. So, so, like, so like, even if you don't know your masters, you still have a, a percentage of royalties that are owed to you no matter what for the rest of your life. So if, you know, you making, if you owe somebody $5 million and you making half a million dollars a year in royalties, I need that. So I can get my five million. It's just unfortunate. I, I, my thing to rappers is this: is that I say this to anybody: is that the run eventually stops. Mm -hmm. Nobody has a run that long. Most of us try to get our shit together when the run is over. If you in your moment right now, if you successful, if you on your run, try to get your shit together, please, because it's really hard to get your shit together when it's over. It's too late then. <laughs> exactly. So now. I don't think nobody wants to hear a. I mean, maybe we, we maybe want to hear a Buck album now because he went through something, but 
even then, it was like his moment when he was with G and selling millions of records is over. And now, you know, he out here, you know, working for his money. By the way, I fuck with Buck. I love Buck, but he's out here working for his money. And, you know, now people are coming after him. I just hate that shit. I just hate, I just hate how society treats people after they feel like they're done with him. I just hate that shit. That shit just irks the fuck out of me. It's a cultural thing, I think, within our hip-hop community. But <clears throat> Bobby Smyrna says that he does he no longer wants to be labeled as a rapper because he said it's endangering. Do you agree with that comment? Bobby Smyrna could come out and say he's a singer. Everybody going to still remember him from saying, I'm in my trap. Ah. Everybody going to remember that, no matter what. He could be a pastor. We're going to remember that. Get up out my trap. How ah. we going to remember that? So you can't run from it. They're going to remember you that for it. Now, you can change your brand eventually. Mace did it. Yes, it is. Mace did it. You can change your brand eventually, but I just think we need to stop making so many announcements about what we're doing and just do it. Just do it. I feel like if Bobby Smurda feels that way, he should just put a suit on and walk in the room and say, I'm no longer, whatever his real name, and say, this is my name, and this is what y'all call me, and, and, and get it done like that. Now we won't. Now we say he's not a rapper, but to say he's not a rapper, then I hope he's not doing any shows right now. <laughs> and I guarantee you, if somebody offered Bobby Smurda a million dollars, to come, to come perform his record, he coming. Fact. Um, Metro Boomer, Metro Boomin, excuse me, he found this singer on YouTube who had less than 100 subscribers. Um, do you think that people in her, her song actually turned out to be one of the best songs of 2023 so far? Do you think that people are even still looking at, the, looking at you on the internet if you don't have the numbers? Yeah, I always say you might have you might have 100 views on your video, but you don't know who that 100 people is. So you don't know who that is. So my thing is that I always, this, artists always make this mistake. They, always, they don't know who's watching, period. And you just never know. So stop worrying about what you lack and just keep pushing. If you, if you singing for the praises, you're going to cry for the boo- after the booze. <laughs> Can't get caught up in that. You just got to just do your best and and give it to the people and hope they love it. I don't know if this is true, but I know you could tell me if it is or not. Little Dirk reportedly paid J. Cole. Not true. Okay. Because that was a lot of money. Because, by the way, the only, only reason I know that is because uh, uh, J. Cole's manager said cap. He okay. said cap. So yeah. He already cleared that he up cleared for that. me. Not okay. Because I was like. But that, yeah. by the way, if he did do that, that would be genius as fuck. Yeah. I'm going to charge you per word. 2K per word is crazy. I cannot wait to charge somebody per word. I remember when I watched. I would be like, I'm trying to get every motherfucking word that I can get in the dictionary. Start adding extra words. Apple, asshole, apple, asshole. Start going A's. Okay, that's the A's. Cannot instead of. Take up my B's. What? (laughs) Start making up shit. Um, Crystal seemingly apologized to Queen Naj after using an old photo of the two as his cover art. Can you sue somebody for something like that? Like. Who? Chris Styles, he used know that is. the guy that he was YouTuber. Remember, um, Queen Naj, she used to be a YouTuber, but she went mainstream a little bit. Chris Sales, Sales. Oh, I'm saying, see, oh, that, y'all got to tell Naj's me the right boyfriend. thing. Oh, I'm like Chris, ex-boyfriend. ex-boyfriend. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, cool. So, and baby father, I guess. Um, but he used a picture of them together as his art cover, even though she's in a new relationship and doesn't fuck with him at all. Um, can you sue somebody for doing something like that? No. Why well, can't sue? Well. From, as far as I know, from my perspective, because we'll be having lawyers in the comments saying, you don't know what you're talking about. Just fuck up. Just fuck up. You talking about, motherfucker? You, I know what I'm talking about, motherfucker. I, I, but point is, is this. Um, if, he could te- if he's telling his story, he could tell his story. I, 
And let me tell you another thing. If you go do a photo shoot right now, I don't know if anybody knows this, but if you go do a photo shoot right now and uh, the photographer takes 300 pictures of you, the ones you buy are the only ones that you own. If you bought 10, the other 290 pictures are owned by the photographer. I did not know that. Are owned by the photographer. So if he took the picture, it's his picture. If somebody comes take a picture of me and you right now, we can't say we own that picture. It's in their phone. They but took we're the in picture. a private space. So who cares? Somebody came in here right now and took a picture. They own that picture. That's their picture. Oh, just no, because we're like in the that. picture doesn't mean we own it. I, by the way, I think that's dumb, but that's just the way it is. I just know, like, if you put it on the internet now, it's public property. And I think if it's something like that, I don't know. I remember I, I had a conversation about that in school, but I didn't pay attention a lot in school. So there's that. Um, Summer Jam was also this weekend. The girls did their thing at Summer Jam. Um, I don't know, because I never called Cardi B a hater. Like, I never thought that she was being funny, but I think she was being funny this time. And I, so, okay. Cardi performed Tomorrow 2 remix, and she opened up by doing Annie, the musical, supposedly, like, because, you know, Annie does The Sun Will Come Out Tomorrow. Um, but she had, like, an Ice Spice-looking figure in the background, and I feel like she's trying to throw shade at Ice, and then, and then of course, the Barb's are saying, well, she picked sides. I mean, Barty Gang is saying she picked sides by signing with Nicki Minaj. Do you think Ice picked sides by signing with Nicki Minaj? And Cardi's... Only thing that matters is perspective, y'all. If I put my arm around you... And my intent is to say, man, you're such a dope person and Jack's your man. And Jack is like, he disrespected me. As much as it, my intent was innocent, I still got to deal with Jack. But you. No, I'm just saying, I still got to deal with Jack. I get so my it. Thing but is people this, know is that, what they're doing. I know, but my point is Cardi this. knew what she was doing. Exactly. But my point is this is Ice knew what she was doing too. She knew what she was doing also. If I sign, if I, if I go with this person instead of this person, I know this person, I cool with this person. I did pick a side, whether I want to believe it or not. If you're going to remain neutral, remain neutral, right? But if That's you're gonna, not fair. I feel like ICE is remaining neutral. No, she signed to somebody. She signed to your enemy. What Pubak said, your enemy is my enemy. Oh the, my en the friend of my enemy is my enemy too, mm -hmm. period. Darn it. Anyway, so Nikki came out and released her um, album date. It's coming out later this year. I actually think it was smart that she gave us so much time she hasn't released the album in five years. Last time she released the album was when Cardi came out with her freshman album. So it's funny that they're both dropping an album this year again, coincidentally. So Dimso is playing a dangerous game, and I don't like it. Okay, so I'm going to go into my music question. Somebody from Live Mixtape said, if you aren't signed, the industry won't let you get on major playlists. Key Glock co-signed and said this is true do you agree with that we are online on record saying that the playlist is real estate that's already paid for mm -hmm. and everybody was like you're saying the play I, no i didn't say the playlists are paid for i'm just saying when spotify did their in order for spotify to get access to all the masters they had to do a deal with all three companies all three majors warner sony and universal you don't think in them deals, Universal, Warner, Sony was like, by the way, we're going to need, you want our music? We're going to need access to those things? Of course they are. Thought the whole point, of the, the whole concept of the music business was playing keep away. Mm -hmm. That's the whole point. It's like gatekeepers, getting to the right person, the right person changed your life. That's the hottest business was built. 
Now, it's, that's why it's so chaotic. Like I said, how are we making so much money, but we don't have no stars? How are we making so much money, but we're not hiring more people? Because the game, nobody really knows where the game is going or how to do it because we don't have control anymore. The only thing they have control over right now, the little thing that the labels do have big control over is access to the playlist. Control as much as they can. I mean, I mean, the whole point. Wouldn't you though? Yeah, that's why. That's what I'm saying. Like sometimes I think we give labels a bad rap for doing business, but like we have this thing called a guy show. If somebody was next door doing this thing called something else, but it looked like had our logo, we would feel away, Mm -hmm. right? Okay, so we everybody wants to protect their shit. Everybody's trying to protect their business and their interests. The playlists are a huge part of how streaming comes. It's like a, it's like a, a something out there where they say if you're on rap caviar, you're guaranteed to make like. I think $100,000 or something like, I don't know the number, but if you're on Grab Caviar, you're guaranteed to make X amount of dollars a day just because of that playlist alone. You think they're letting anybody on there? Right. When it's 120,000 songs being uploaded a day? They ain't just, they ain't paying any, meeny, money mo. Right. They going to their friends. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Who are they mm-hmm. first? Who was the streaming company's first friends? The labels. Boom. There you go. Okay. So I'm going to go on to some more music questions. Do you agree with this statement? East Coast started hip-hop, West Coast elevated it. Hell no. I don't either. Fuck no. I don't even know what the West Coast... Who like, they had that? a little... I'm not going to say who said it. I think it was just a... I seen it on a hip-hop Fuck page. No. The West Coast, and there's no disrespect to the West Coast. The West Coast did that thing. But the West Coast oh, don't have enough. Mm. Right, in all 50 years spectrum. Like, in all 50 years spectrum. The mm-hmm. West Coast don't, I mean, if you, if you name the West, we can name off 10 names right now. We pretty much covered the entire West. That's a good point. Like, Dre, Snoop, mm-hmm. Cube, like, Ice-T, uh, N.W.A., like, Easy. Like, you get to the point where you like, Kendrick, Game, right. YG. See what I'm trying to say? Like, it, be, it become like, who? Nips, cool. Nipsey. Cool, 10. Now we at 11. Warren G. Love Warren G. See what I'm trying He's to say? Included. Like, now we, now we look at it from that standpoint. Now, if you go to, I could just name the 80s in New York. Right. And I, Kane, Rakim, Run DMC, LL Cool J, Beastie Boy. I mean, it's, no matter what we try to do, even though I'm, I'm, I'm front of South and I believe I'm claiming South 100%, you can't discount the fact that New York is what hip-hop was built on. Now, the reason why New York is not where it needs to be is because they don't feel like they need to put any more bricks down. They claim our bricks now. That's why SO was talking about we the little baby, we knew little baby. Y'all, y'all, now y'all, we them. Don't want y'all that's, that's our brick, and you taking that shit. Okay. That's you know what I'm saying? I'm, so, I'm just saying. Y'all I'm just stole saying. all our bricks. I'm just saying. We ain't even got no bricks no I'm, more. I'm just saying, New York is the foundation for hip hop. Amen. They are, they, if anybody that says anything about that, you can't disrespect. You had Run DMC in the 80s selling out arenas with people wearing Adidas. You can't say no, nobody took somewhere else. The West Coast, to me, the, when I think about the West Coast, I think it was the first thing they brought to the business. First thing popped in my head is the chronic. Mm-hmm. Weed smoke, right? Like niggas in New York used to call it Chiba. Oh. What they used to call it? Like Chiba? Like, you know, niggas in the, in the West Coast brought that chronic. West Coast And West Coast added something a lot. I just, come on, man. I wouldn't even say Atlanta took hip-hop to another level. It was all New York. Thank and you. everybody else that contributed, they put on for their city. But oh, New York did I feel did like it. I'm just getting like a gift today. This makes me so happy. It's, I, one thing about me, I'm always telling the truth. I don't, that's all. When I say something you don't like, 
I ain't being biased. <laughs> Timberland says Jay-Z is a prophet and he's not human. What's your favorite Jay-Z line? Yo, can I tell you something, man? Jay-Z has this song that I think everybody should hear. It's called Allure. Uh, Allure is about everything that. that's happening. So a, a, a friend of mine, well, not Allure. a friend of mine, a friend, a girl that I used to deal with, her best friend just got locked up for like moving like 215 kilos. Right, it was all over the news, right? All over the, the shade room. from Cali and all yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, right. I don't want to say a name, but you know what I'm talking about, right? I don't want to say a name because we don't know if she's innocent or guilty. But all I thought about was Freedom. that line when Jay-Z said, to all the lawyers in the world, I feel your pain to all the, uh, like, he starts talking about, he's like, we all hustlers in love with the same game. Like, and all of us are in love with, the, all of us are in love with the light. And the problem is, is that we love the light so much that we let the light blind us from thinking clearly. So that's why I suggest everybody just listen to Allure because Hove breaks down like and he he ends it like like I know how this movie ends, but still I play the star and roll of Hove Vito's way. Like he knows this shit going to end bad for me, but I want the life so bad. Silently swear, change my approach, stop shaving coke, stay away from hoes, but I'll be doing the most like, oh, no. But every time I fell back was man, the game called me right back like, man, incredible. I, I suggest anybody. Anybody black, listen to Allure, because he breaks down why we do what we do, and he also tells you the ending. And to me, I think we always focus on what we're doing, but we never taught to focus on the end. Mm. And we need to start understanding that we ain't invisible. This shit could end bad for any one of us, because we see it ending bad every day for one of us. But we don't think it can happen to us. So, yeah, but when I think about Jay-Z, I think about Allure. But Jay-Z is a prophet. Jay-Z is the probably the most, he is the most blessed rapper all around everything. I think, I said Biggie was most perfect, but Hove is the best. That motherfucker is incredible. Like he was touched by God. And not only is he the best rapper, he's smarter than everybody mm -hmm. else. So he's gifted on two different levels. By the way, how are rappers good at using words but not smart in real life? You ever thought about that? I, I, I only thought about that because T.I. is really good at, like, his vocabulary is extensive. He, but he, I don't see as much of a wordplay with him. But he's really good at, like, you know, using all the big words. But, yeah, a lot of them are, like. Like, I'd be like, great. you know how hard it is to put words together? Like, you got to think about this shit. Like, think about the J. Cole song. We talked about that, like, the Lil Dirk song. When they said J. Cole had 497 verse, words in his verse. Like, just think about that. That's one verse. Think about making a rap album. You got to have some kind of Art, skill to yeah. make a rap album. So how, how can you be that skilled to make a rap album where you using different words, different subject matters and everything, and then when it comes to business, you're like, I know. Oh, because everybody's smart at something. So. Nah, but my thing is, it, but they're smart at words smart at and words. putting words together. Dumb at music. No, I mean, at business. No, how can you be, I really don't understand this. Now, some rappers, you don't expect to be smart at business. Like, I'm going to give you an example of a nigga that's really smart, but you wouldn't expect it. Based on this line, I fucked my money up. Now, now I can't can read up, ran up it. But Waka, Waka is brilliant. Mm -hmm. Shit I'm trying to say? Mm -hmm. So it's like, even him, I'm like, so I'm looking at it from that side. I'm like, bro, like, how are you great with words, but dumb in real life? That's crazy to me. It happens sometimes. I think we're great with words, but we're not dumb in real life. Depends on the day you catch me. But, um, so I'm going to go to the American Black Dad Corner. Um... I saw a clip on the internet going around, and it said black men weren't taught to be dads. Do you think you were taught to be a dad, and what do you want your son to know about being a father? Black men aren't taught to be husbands. 
And we aren't taught to be husbands by our mamas. Our mamas are who teaches us all to not trust women. Ray is going to find a way to blame women. No, no, I'm being honest. I, I don't know if I'm saying, I can't say I wasn't taught to be a man by my mom. My mom taught me how to be a man because my mom didn't let me be anything but a man. You know what I'm saying? But just because you're a good man don't mean you are a good husband or a good father, right? I think, like, I think, okay, I think the relationship that black men, so we talk about black men, are we? Mm -hmm, the relationship that black men have with their kids, the fucked up part about it is black men love their kids through the mama's eyes. So, like, so like if you love the mama, you're going to love the kid. Uh, if you hate the mama, you might not really want to have a relationship with the kid because you hate the mama. So black men, so I don't think we should be focused yeah. more on, I think we should start focusing more on the kind of fathers we are and we start focusing more on the kind of husbands we are because it's hard to be a great husband and a bad father. But do you have some great fathers who are bad husbands, mm -hmm. right? But the reason why is because they was told all you got to focus on is that child. And the reality is that that child comes from a unit. Unit is a family. Mm -hmm. So you like you would never see me. My kids have never seen me. One time, my son saw me yell at his mom. One time, since he was 14, okay. yell at his mom. And I swear to you, and I said some shit, I was pissed off. And literally I came back to him and I said, I'm sorry. And I was like, I don't care what she did. I should have never talked to her like that. Mm -hmm. It's never okay to talk to her like that. And my thing is, is that black men need to be taught to be husbands. And you're taught to be a husband from your family. Now, I think the problem is that the father's not in the house and the mother's close to her child and she wants to keep the child close to her. So that minute he comes in the room and says, I love somebody. The mother is like, don't trust her. Play the field. Like, what if you had a 17 year old son and he said, I'm in love and I want to get married? What would you tell him? Um, if I had a 17 year old son, and he said, um, I, I will, I would want to meet the girl. It depends. Your 17 year old son came home and said, I'm in love. Mom, I want to marry her. What is your answer? I know a lot of people who've been together since they were teenagers. So I'm not asking love, you that. I'm asking you what you're going to say to your son. I'm happy you in love. No way. You know that's a bull. That's a lie. Ooh. You're going to be like, you don't. You need to get. By the way, if my 17-year-old son came and told me, if Little Raymond came to me and said, I'm in love that at 17, my only thing would be good. But you better make sure you go out there and make some money to take care of her. Because that's what it comes with. Being in love means family and everything else that come with it. And you ain't going to be living in here being in love. So if you in love, you need to go get your shit. No, I'm being real with you. If you in love, I'm not, I, ain't, I love love. But if you in love, son, you need to go get your shit together. Because love costs. I think teenage love is some of the purest love, though. So I think that, like. It, it still cost. <laughs> it does. It's so, remember, I, remember the story I told her I was stealing? My was buying my McDonald's and all that after school. Yeah. So, yeah. Bought me little charm I bought my first girlfriend a car when I was 19 years old. I was 19, saving up my little tips from pushing wheelchairs. Somebody better do it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, so love is expensive. I gotta we all we all talk about how we now. want love, love, love. We need to be in love, black love. That shit is expensive because women have unrealistic expectations. I do. So already say what the fuck are we talking about? Like, I know that we literally are the the black women in the world just went crazy on Gabrielle Union for saying she's fifty fifty on bills and she's a millionaire and her husband's a millionaire. And black women was like, fuck that. So because of the unrealistic expectations of love, I would tell any young black man, do not fall in love until you can afford it. Because love, that movie, My Love Don't Cost a Thing, J-Lo is a motherfucking liar. <laughs> Her and Ben Affleck live in a $55 million house. They are not living in a one-bedroom apartment in the Bronx. 
period. Now, I'm not saying she don't love purely, but I'm saying that shit costs something, baby girl. And even if it don't cost money, it costs time. Time is the most valuable thing we have. I'm losing time. I'm, ch- I'm not making money because I'm spending time with you. Mm-hmm. So that's what I would say. Love, don't, love is expensive. So don't fall in love until you know you can afford it. Because you ain't going to be in love in my motherfucking house. And, and, when a, and here's another thing we don't think about. When a woman gets married, what, is the, what happens? Her father. Has to pay for it. No, he does. He's supposed to. Her father walks her down the aisle and gives her away. And gives her away. Here, she's yours now. But that's what is think- he giving? What is he saying to the husband? Your you, responsibility. You got to pay for everything yeah. now. This the last thing I'm paying for is a wedding. You got to pay for the rest now. So that's my point. Love has always, love is a business, man. It I think girls should stay home until they get married. Honestly, I do too. I do too. Mommy, this is to you. Anyway. Or until a real man comes into her life and is like, "This is what we doing." And she's able to do that. And then mommy hands her to him. I don't think a woman should live by herself. I think it's dangerous. It is really dangerous. That's why I live in a building with super extra security. Um, Anyway, so I'm going to go to the culture corner. or No, I want to do a movie question. What is a movie that inspired you to get into the industry? That inspired me to get into the music industry? I can't say it was a movie. But I can't say, Jay-Z's Excuse Me Miss video, I remember watching that video saying, I want to be in this game. Just everybody wearing suits in the club, looking fresh with beautiful women around. I wanted to get in the game when I saw that video. I will tell you one thing that I did learn from a movie, uh, Ocean's Eleven. There's a line in the movie where um, Brad Pitt's character is talking to to, um, George Clooney's character. And he's like, why are we doing this? Because he's just when he figures out that we're robbing the guy that's basically about to be married to your ex-wife. Mm-hmm. And he's like, why are we doing this? And he was like, we, and he was like, we doing this for her? Or are we doing this because this is a smart business move? And he was like, we're doing this because the house always wins. And the only way the house wins is when the, is when the player gets the best hand and then takes the house. So for me, the way I looked at life from that point standpoint was like, man, the, the, the big guy always wins unless I bet on myself and, Eventually, you bet on yourself, and then you become the big guy. So I learned that from that movie. So, yeah. Good lesson learned. Okay, in closing, I caught you being mean on the internet this week. Yeah, don't look at me like that. He's going to go and screenshot him deleting all the people who are sending their oh, hard-earned yeah. songs to him. He's deleting it out of his email. So how do you, why, how should, okay, so, okay, so let's so, 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 music. So let me say something. Dear artists, dear producers, writers, stop sending unsolicited music to people like me here is why you can send me a song i never listened to it i've never heard it before you but you see me sitting next to tamira and tamira has a cousin in new york that's rapping and that cousin does a song that feels like your song you're gonna say ray gave that song Mm. to tamira because i sent it to tamira and that guy sent to this and they stole my record Mm. I never looked at it like that. Yeah, so you can sue me. Like, I literally had people get sued because I remember one guy was getting sued because they said I sent somebody a song that sounds like, and mind you, the songs are similar. Like, I like it wasn't, but they was like, that song came from this guy that played for this guy. And that guy was like, what? I never yeah, even heard that song right. before. So when people send me unsolicited music, I never listen. And I deleted it because 
You're not going to sue me or somebody with me or just you see me take a picture with a motherfucker I ain't even cool with. But you're like, here are them in the picture being friends. Ray and that guy knew each other. And that guy stole my song. And I sent Ray my song on January 13th on, at 2.31 p.m. And now you have now you can put the story together. Now, as, as crazy as that sound, I still got to go pay a lawyer to defend myself. Yep, we learned that. And. And I got to pay a litigator to defend myself. So yeah. my thing is this. That's why y'all should get songwriter insurance. Yes. Period. Also. Song, get creative insurance because anybody can sue you. Anybody. Somebody could be saying, I'm a god. I ain't never met him. But they in Harlem somewhere. And they said it in front of one of my little cousins. And they like, Ray took that from my, his cousin. Mm -hmm. You can never know. Dog, we literally got sued because of a line that everybody says. We run teens, teens don't run we. Everybody has said that. But a guy said, I said that in 1983 first. And mind you, we, we all knew it was bullshit, but guess what we have to do? Pay litigators. Pay litigators and guess what the litigators say eventually? Hey, man, look, just, just pay this motherfucker. Mm -hmm. And now you got to write another check. So it caught you out half a million dollars over some shit a motherfucker said. So do not send me unsolicited music because I'm not listening to it. Com have a conversation. Confirm that I'm going to listen and then I'll listen. But I'm really glad you straightened that out and it doesn't look yeah, cause like you're No, no, I wasn't being mean. That's why I said don't. But I also did that for a record. I also did that because I want people to see that. I want people to see so I can go back. If somebody says, I sent them a song, did I ask you? No. Well, here's proof that when people send me songs, I delete I don't them. Even. I'm protecting myself at the same time because you ain't going to blame that shit on me. Go on. Okay, last one. In closing, who had the best rebrand in music history? Rebrand? Yeah. Two changed. Oh, that was not my answer. What's your answer? Hit me, Berg. Fuck no. No disrespect to Berg. By the way, Berg is my nigga. No, it's just that I didn't even put Berg and Hitmaker together at first. That's why, to me, it was Yeah, a but good I don't even know if that was a rebrand because Berg was the artist. Oh, and Hitmaker's then this is, the producer. We doing split personalities. No, no, I'm like just saying. That. No, I'm just saying, like, Pharrell was the Neptunes, and then the group was Nerd. That's not a rebrand. That's a repositioning of it. Yeah. Oh wow! Good, you just blew my brain. Yeah. Off. So for me, when so for me, not saying nothing about Berg, Berg, my nigga. But I'm saying Two Chains went from Titty Boy mm -hmm. to Two Chains, and you know who else did it good? Frank Ocean. Who was he before he was? It's like Lonnie Bro or something like that. But let me tell you a fun fact: Frank Ocean. I don't know if people know this, but Frank Ocean was signed to Def Jam as his original name, mm -hmm. changed his name legally, dropped the mixtape. And the entire music industry was trying to sign him, including Def Jam. <laughs> didn't even know. Didn't even know he was already signed to them because he changed his name. So that's another one. That's a mindfuck right there. All right, guys. So thank you for tuning in to the Culture Report. You already know we drop every Friday. Make sure you leave some comments. You're subscribing to all our channels and follow us on all social media. Thank you, guys. Let's get it. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.